Hello, and welcome to the Gaming Fix Podcast, episode 270 on March 20... March? May? Oh my god, what if I just set us back two months? Wouldn't that be something? May 27th. I don't don't think I'd like that. (laughs) No, me neither. Uh, May 27th, 2023... I'm your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. your partner's favorite fantasy race, no racism, joined today by Yeah, I don't, I have to, before I say this, I get what you're going for, (laughs) and it's not, the question you're asking is not problematic. I can't, I can't, I'm, I actually need to read up on where we're at in this conversation. Uh Uh-huh, sure. Because I know there's a lot of movement to change the usage of the word race in, like RPGs species? and in fantasy studies to species. Like, yeah. But I don't know if that's in genus? the current discourse. <laughs> yeah. I'm not exactly sure, but to just, I just want to yes. point out that I respect that, <laughs> that, uh, that, that discussion, uh, yeah, a humanoid race, but not, you know, that's a humanoid. Yeah, they mean non-humanoid. You don't, cool yeah. I what mean, are the, the cool ones? The mass kinda... effect. What are the mass effect? Like gas cloud dudes. Mm-hmm. You know? the, I forget what they're called. I'm watching a lot of Babylon five. Uh, and their mass effect just ripped so much off. Sure. Babylon five. It's not even funny. Um, but there's like Vor the Vorlon in Babylon five. I don't, we don't even know what they look like. Cause mm-hmm. they, they, walk around the, the the they walk around in these suits around people uh, mm-hmm. they're supposed oh. to be on humanoid mm-hmm. uh, oh god what can't remember any of the mass effect races they hide their appearance and stuff and but what what is tolly uh, tolly is a quarian that's what they are in mass effect yeah i think quarians are humanoid though yes that oh was, yes yes absolutely yeah yeah oh yeah. so this the is Vorlana like a gas more... cloud that goes around in a we suit we don't know that's okay. the thing okay. is it's okay. that's one of the big mysteries of the show is what do the vorlons look like um it's he, 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 Ambassador Kosh. The he, his suit though does not look humanoid either. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's like a, it's closer to a Star Wars droid, but not really sure. a humanoid one. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, it's cool. It's very cool. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't. Know, I think probably. I don't know if I have a favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I like a you know I like a like a, a tiefling kind of situation like a part demon sure yeah kind of person that's there's right. a tiefling in the dungeons and dragons movie and okay and cool it's cool i i also enjoy a, a tiefling or a and mm-hmm. like an asimar like like you know yeah, angelic yeah, yeah, or yeah, demonic yeah, yeah. like you know that mix sure, yeah is something about just like some some not real angel uh, wings like you know not angel from x-men but like oh i've got some angelic power and so i can create some mystical angel wings using mm-hmm. magic powers that's 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 um, just the best godlings from the pillars of eternity okay world are really cool they're like part they're like that but part god mm-hmm. um but not in the like boring way that it's 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 a lot more complex than just like oh they're one of their parents is a god. Mm-hmm. It's it's more interesting than that. I okay. can't remember exactly how their lore works, but it has to do with like gods die and then they are reborn as godlings or something like that. Okay. And they have to like reascend to a pantheon or something like that. Like it's cool. It's a cool okay. concept. Yeah. Pillars I, of Eternity, a lot of cool shit going yeah, on. I would like to play it. Uh, but me too it's, it's a lot of time and I've also got like Divinity yes. and then Baldur's Gate yeah. is yeah. soon. Yeah. 
like for sure two months out and like, and i would like to go back and replay the old Baldur's gate games i played them when i was younger but uh-huh. that was like you know 25 years ago yeah uh, but i uh, those were those bald the original Baldur's gate games were the games that got me into playing video games really sure, i mean okay. like i played zelda and we got a nintendo 64 in like 99 or something mm-hmm. but my dad and i played the first Baldur's gate game when i was like barely old enough to remember it uh and so yeah, those games, Icewind Dale, those were like my cut my teeth on games, uh, and kind of what really made me like RPGs and video games. So yeah, I'm I'm interested in Baldur's Gate three. I played a, a very little. I own it. I played a very little bit of it in early access when it came out, and uh, good. Yeah, it was good then. Uh, I yeah, I'm. I played just like the tiniest bit of the Baldur's Gate early access stuff Baldur's Gate 3 and I'm excited to get to it now that it is almost out to be honest 3 has like crazy it's quietly just been trucking like it has crazy good steam reviews for being an RPG like it is Mm -hmm. um and so yeah it's it's cool to see it doing well definitely and you know Larian Larian makes kick-ass games they're just they're good at every game they've made has been cool at at the very least it's been really interesting like those old the old divinity 2 um people panned it at the time i played it it's mm-hmm. it's cool it's it's a it's a weird game and definitely has some jank going on and it's a older rpg for sure but uh but it's good uh, and then the original sin games obviously are fantastic yeah well, I the reason I bring this up is because uh, we have both been playing, dabbling in a little bit of a new release called Age of Wonders 4 mm-hmm. uh, that heavily features all manner of fantasy uh, societies and civilizations of varying uh, physical makeup. But you got yeah. I going through starting the game and not really knowing all that much about it, other than you telling me like, oh, you you know, there's some cool stuff like you. There's like some persistence from like game to game, and you can maybe ascend your leader to some sort of like deityhood or something, and that mm-hmm. can affect things later on and stuff like that. Was like okay, that's some cool stuff, and then looking at the beginning race or the races that you can choose from to start a game. Uh, and it's got things like mole people and frog people, uh, which is very fun and goofy to see. Yes. Um, it is the way that this game handles it. So I always am looking for new fantasy strategy games. Um, it's because I feel like another series that I, kind of cut my gaming teeth on around the same time as Baldur's Gate was Heroes of Might and Magic. I'm a huge fan of those first few Heroes of Might and Magic games, especially Heroes of Might and Magic 3, probably one of my favorite games ever. Um, and so ever since then, I've never really played something that recaptured the feel of that game. I think Total War Warhammer 3 is probably, I think I, it's at this point it's higher on my list than Heroes of Might and Magic 3 in terms of what I think it's like good, but but um, Total War Hammer Three also has real time combat, which is um, cool 
and I don't dislike that, but there is something about the turn-based thing. It's it's like doesn't satisfy everything. It could never satisfy mm-hmm. everything because sometimes I want something that's all the way turn-based, even in the combat. Yeah. Um. Often, even. Uh. And uh, so I've played like over the years. I've played like um, Fall Enchantress, and um, that one was made by Stardock. I've played like. Songs of Conquest is a pretty recent one. I think it's still in early access. It's good. Um, and much more in the Heroes of Mind Magic vein. Uh, and um, a few other ones. And Age of Wonders has always been on that list. It's always been good. Um, Heroes of Mind Magic kind of fell off, whereas Age of Wonders started a little rougher and got better from game to game. And this one feels like they really, really nailed it to me. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and it's interesting the way that it the way that it handles like total war warhammer is it's just it's warhammer races right so like you're playing the different warhammer factions they have the units that they have in the tabletop game it is very true to its fiction and it's mm-hmm. always on the same map it's on a map of the the old world um yeah which is cool i mean that's 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 the the, that's the way that it warhammer. is now yeah, and the way that it is now, it's like a enormous, enormous map, and you can combine all the races, and it's and and it's cool because you're never going to end up going to the other side of the world in that game, but the things that happen there can cause ripples that that affect sure. your game where you're at. And I, I love that. Um, Age of Wonders is like they've like taken cues from roguelikes. Not that it is a roguelike; it's a it's just yeah. it's a strategy game. But they've the game setup has more it's presents pretty standard sorts of modifiers and things almost more like they are presented in a in a roguelike um, in the way that you sort of select where where and how you're going to play. And there's like different tiers of difficulty for the worlds and it's all baked into their lore of like this game is about wizard kings who want to become gods going out and conquering like shards of world like different worlds yep and um it's not really a sci-fi angle because it's all they're traveling with magic and yeah. stuff um but uh but 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 it's definitely like you know this this wizard came from the moon to this planet and then is gonna <laughs> did you yeah did you by any chance pick the ashborn hedonists as your no oh, okay i picked the destined humans to start okay because that basic. that is literally the ashborn hedonist like thing is you are a wizard king who is looking for new realms to conquer <laughs> i think that's all of them oh, i'm okay. pretty sure that's that's the that's that's the concept for every leader oh well I that's need to play other... that's less interesting um if they're all the... the same thing but well yeah i mean they're the the like i said well, that's uh, like the looking at god is a geek.com they've got the stuff on all the uh the factions it says uh hero detail a ruler rises from the ranks of their people uh so i think he is just like from this this land or yeah whatever. there's there's different there's different origins and stuff yeah and, you know it's um you but, can then uh, mix and match this stuff later well, yeah, right and create your that's own that's what's so cool yeah you can make your own races you can start by making your own races yes, and yes. um and and what that that's what's so cool about it is that you can and you select like their form. So do you want to be cat people? Do you want to be beaver people or mole people? Whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Do you want to be humans? Do you want to be elves? 
And then you select different societal and cultural traits to kind of build your faction. And normally I don't, like, I struggle with that sometimes in games. Like, Stellaris has very similar kind of setup for making your faction. And for some reason in Stellaris, it doesn't, it has never really clicked with me as well as it does in Age of Wonders. So, Mm -hmm. um, and um, because they give people, like, the races those different traits, when you meet them in the game, you can infer some things about how they're going to behave, which I think is cool. Um, and uh, so like I met like a city of, of rat cultists basically, mm-hmm. and they were like mystic rats and, yeah. uh, and, they, and it was, it was neat. And so that's the other thing I, I really like about the structure of the game is, um, you know, it's a map based thing. It's like, uh, Endless Legend is another example of one of these. It's like those games in that you have cities and or a sieve or whatever. You have cities and and they produce units and build buildings and then you kind of go out and explore from there with your with your armies. It has pretty tight army mechanics. You can only have six units in an army. Um, you can have multiple armies kind of moving around together yeah. uh, and they will fight together in in battles. I've had some huge battles oh. with like yeah. So, so if okay. there's a range around them where they'll pull in allies. So like I've had some like twenty unit battles okay. happen uh, on each side that are like huge. Yeah, okay. um, that makes sense. And once you get into combat, it's a um, it zooms into a map and you have your units put out on hexes and then you move them around and take turns that way. And I think the combat is really good. The problem that I have with Endless Legend, it's like super cool game and it has a lot of similar concepts, but I just don't really like the combat that much. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas this game, I think the the battles are are really entertaining, um, and 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 the units are really interesting, and um, but you know over time you you're researching magic. That's kind of like the tech tree is magic based, um, and uh, you're kind of going for a victory through either you know it's just like Civ, like there's a technology victory where you research all the magic basically, mm-hmm. and there's a expansion victory where you have to hold a certain amount of territory and then you build these beacons and then you light them and then you have to defend them and for 15 turns and every three or four turns you get like a massive wave of enemies that attacks Mm. uh that's the victory that i did and then there's conquest victory too where you just defeat all the other players um Mm -hmm. and uh it all it's it's i won't like Talk at, I wouldn't talk at length about the mechanics because a lot of them are what you would expect from a 4X strategy game. Yeah. Um, it's not like it's breaking new ground in its core loop yeah. and stuff. You're but it doesn't really have resources to. and yeah. stuff like that. Um, making alliances. But it, doesn't, it doesn't really have to because like Civ 3 figured that out. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it's just, just it's it's fine. Um it's instead it's focused. This game focuses on kind of iterating and refining on that style of game with these kinds of different races and stuff. And it's really cool. Yeah. And, um, you know, you do, there's things like you meet free cities that are, uh, not controlled by any player and they can eventually become your vassals and you can integrate them into your society where then they become your cities. And it leads to this really cool thing where like you end up with super diverse, um, armies and populations because you know you're integrating these free cities they're contributing units to your military so like by the end of it my original leader had like a, 
a, a human warrior and then like a cat priest and then a mole uh a riding like a mole knight and stuff like sure. these just different and it's it leads to this really cool kind of diversity of just like feel and then obviously there's different traits for the different units and a human knight and a mole knight have different stats uh kind of human knight and a mole knight love each other very much <laughs> i'm gonna be into the mount breeding that i was oh boy. asked to do i, I have not uh, gotten okay it was just like an event it was like an it wasn't like a mechanic it was like a, a one of the free cities was like I like your your wyvern mount. Could we mate it with my horse? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, oh, sure. If that's what you want to do, I don't know how that's going to turn out. Dude. It's a little messed up. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Uh, I'm glad stuff like that is in there because let's get fucking weird with fantasy. You know, uh, mm-hmm. like why not? It has it has some weird and clever stuff. One of the big things that I'll I'll um kind of the. It's not a unique thing, but I think it's done better even than Civ has done. Is the game has a really good encyclopedia in it? Mm-hmm. Um, like typically, when you put like when you play Warhammer, stuff happens sometimes. Frequently, even I will say, when you're new to that game, Total War Warhammer, and you're just like, well, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand what is happening. I don't know why suddenly the city's in revolt. I have no idea why. It says they're upset. It says they're upset because of this thing I don't understand, and mm-hmm. like it doesn't really help you much, and you have to Google it, and then you you know yeah it takes a lot of effort to learn. Um, I literally had that sort of thing happen where I I integrated a city, and then all of a sudden I went from making like four gold a turn, and I was already like what the fuck, and to making like negative one hundred and thirty gold a turn, <laughs> and I was like what is fucking going on. And so I like kind of looked around the UI and then I noticed that I w- there was the little city cap icon and I was mm-hmm. way over it. Mm-hmm. By, I had like a city cap of three and I had seven cities. Ah. And so I was like, well, okay, I don't understand this mechanic at all. So I just opened the encyclopedia and typed in city cap and then it had like a concise, it took me 30, like a minute to read it. But it clarified, like, this is the issue every city over the city cap that you go. All of your cities produce 25% less resources. Mm. And so since I was four over the city cap, I was producing 100% less resources yeah. <laughs> in all of my cities. And so people started to starve and all this stuff. So then I was, and it says you can increase your city cap by doing empire progression. Um, and so then I just like started looking at that and stuff mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and was able to kind of get the situation under control which is really um, helpful to understand things. And you can really quickly just pull up any topic and it, it clearly defines what the issue is and, yeah. and, and why you're, what you're seeing. And that's, I think, really helpful for getting new people into this kind of genre because it seems really dense at first, and it is, but there's a lot of tools in this game to kind of help you learn. They make it uh, easy to pull up what you need when you need it instead of just here's here's everything all at once that just go yeah the tool tips are really good too they nest and you can you can mouse over underlined terms in the tool tips and then it will tell you what it's talking about um and keep going down 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 as far as Mm -hmm. uh yeah forever yeah uh so yeah it's i would say this is a really good game if you're interested in 4x games and you want something that's a little more fantasy yeah. Civ, Civ does a pretty good job of this too but 
this game, I think the Civipedia is like kind of intimidating. Uh, <laughs> whereas this game's encyclopedia is, is actually like really simple, but it still gives you the information you need, which I like. I, yeah, I, the last thing I did, I've only played about two hours. Um, the last thing I did was find, I think it was a wonder or I think because there are wonders that you can go into and they've got little events that mm -hmm. happen at them and usually turn yep. into a combat a encounter you or yep. you can get around. And I came across, it looked like it was a fire wyvern nest. And so I was like, okay, let's check it out. And, but the, the fire, the wyvern was dead and its babies were dead and it had been attacked and killed by some dire penguins apparently oh my god those things are fucking brutal uh yeah they they killed a fire wyvern and its babies um and so i was like okay i'm fighting penguins i guess that wyvern killing penguins let's go yeah and then i i, I have also fought the penguins yeah. and got got a wyvern mount got a baby wyvern that i could put my leader on that was, that was like, okay cool sick let's go yeah yep so uh, the, stuff like that, that stuff if, is very cool. If stuff like that sounds cool, then check this game out. Yeah, and the one, the thing, not the one thing, but because mm -hmm. I think it's you know there there are many the, many things about this game. Um, the well, the thing that is that it does do that's unique, that kind of hinted at, and what I was saying with like the sort of roguelike um thing, and this is why I really wanted to finish a game before we talked about it. Yeah. They are long, but um, when you finish a game, you have a pantheon tree that is like a meta tree that exists mm -hmm. kind of outside of the game. Sure. And a lot of the stuff in there is actually cosmetics that you can put on your character, okay. which is kind of cool. Um, and cause you can change the cosmetics of and different. So is that cosmetics for when you make your own race or just that you can no, bring it's into just like your hero character. You could okay. put, yeah. You could put on your hero. Character. but there's more to it too. There's okay. also different starting um, like gear you can unlock okay. for, for cool. hero characters. Um, and then also you unlock the ability to play in different um, realms. So like I on I on the node that I picked, one of the nodes I picked with the the Paragon points I got or Pantheon points I got after um, the game that I won was now I can uh, start games on ice realms. Okay, it's like ice everywhere, uh, which is pretty cool um like i'm yeah. looking at my progression now i pulled it up and so i've got like frozen realm uh there's realm of city states so this realm prohibits the forming of interconnected empires instead of great city states the local free houses are powerful and prideful but contribute much more to the, much to those that earn their allegiance like primordial realm where there's i don't know hmm. doesn't really tell you but it sounds cool Astral Touched Realm, Deep Dark Realm, Realm of Immortals, Desolate Realm. So you can unlock all those through the Pantheon. You can get things like, so like I got a Barbaric Warlord Helmet and a new icon and a cape. Those are all just cosmetic. But yeah. the next thing on that part of the tree is I can unlock the Berserker's Great Axe, which the ruler then starts with, if they have a Barbaric Warlord Cape cosmetic, uh, when I make with, them, uh -huh. then, then they, they start, start with a Great Axe. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so there's the that stuff is cool and it's got there's quite a few nodes on it. Yeah, you'd probably you'd have to play for probably a hundred hours to get to fill out this tree. I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, then so the other thing that happens, you, you get that stuff by finishing games or no, you can you actually get Pantheon points as you play. Okay. Um, 
but you do get kind of a grip of them when you finish the game. And yeah. since most of them are related to real, to like when you start a game um, and like creating races and stuff, it's kind of like mid game. They don't really do anything to unlock new ones. Right. Um, and then as you alluded to, you also get uh, Pantheon leaders. So um, like I won a game as the destined humans, their leaders, Alfred Elderstone. So now he is, um, he can show up as a recruitable hero in other okay. games. Um, and then I can also set him as a ruler and then he can show up as an uh, opposing ruler in okay. future games. Okay. Um, so you're and he'll be getting played by yourself from the past. <laughs> yeah. And he'll be, he'll be he, the way that I played him effects. Like, okay. so his, because you did like the, dominion or whatever victory he might be more expansion focused or something i don't know if that's the case i just know that he shows up with um those abilities that you chose yeah i think i think so i'm i'm not positive but yeah it's it's interesting it's not a drive avatar Um, for your fantasy character no i i mean who knows it's possible that it has some of that but i'm trying to look here really quick to see um, I mean the he's so he is a uh should be able to show up anyway because mm-hmm. one of these rulers that's yeah one of these races that are so I don't know but and the point is that there is persistence I have to play more to actually understand how much that what that does but um it's it is it is interesting I think uh the way that there's more 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 than something like Civ, there's persistence and carryover from game to game. Um, and I think that's cool, but it's not too much. It's just enough. And you can always, uh, you can actually like delete the, the Pantheon heroes mm. also, if you just don't want them mm-hmm. in your Pantheon anymore. You're like, this guy um, sucks then. Yeah. Just get rid of and cool. you can create custom realms if you want to, or it'll, it gives you a role of like stuff to, of realms to play. And then there's different tiers on them, which I believe is the difficulty of like the stuff on the map and everything. So mm-hmm. I can play like, I got to play too. Like I have a story realm unlocked. I don't know what makes story realms different if there's like narrative content in them. Um, so yeah. yeah, it's, I'm interested to play a lot more of it. Cause it's, it's, uh, it's really cool. It has a lot of cool stuff going on and they they have a pretty, I don't know if I would say aggressive because um, I don't want to sound, I don't want to make it sound negative, but they have a season pass with DLC coming. So mm-hmm. like Q3 of this year, they're adding a dragon race and then um, I love a dragon race. Yeah. And they're doing um, empires and ashes is one of them that's coming. And that's, I think like just a ton of additional content for the game. Um and uh let's see yeah here we go dragon dawn from your dragon throne forge empires inhabited by reptilian minions and use draconic magic to evolve your people into dragon hybrids uh new dragon ruler type reptilian form and new tomes um empires and ashes has a new culture new tomes tomes are like the different schools of magic they all have a set of spells you can research uh there's new culture tomes empire building options and story realm uh, Primal Fury comes out next year, comes new forms of wildlife creatures and resources. Uh, and then Eldritch Realms, the one that I'm stoked for, yep. uh, it's got 
arcane marvels and unspeakable horrors. So like new story content, strange monsters, new racial forms, magical realms, yeah. and locations. So the uh, the creator stuff for this looks really impressive. Um, for like the dragons and stuff, like neck length and skin type or scale type, and mm-hmm. like like you know very yeah, um, granular control yep. over what these things look like uh that's pretty cool uh yeah making the races definitely has a lot of cool depth to it um i haven't decided if i'm going to keep playing through with the pre-made races or make one yeah yeah that's that's a good question because uh like make your own race i i'm curious how much control you actually have over like your own race um it's a lot you can the 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 races it's a situation where like the pre-made races you could re you could make any of them in the race yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so i guess thing, it, so yeah uh and i guess you can get is, a lot more disparate from there because i'm sure there's sure. plenty of things that are in the game that are not represented in those pre-made races um but I don't, yes. yeah i don't know for sure um it's it's I should, should say they call they call them factions too. Factions, like, yes. Yeah, like I'm looking at it now, and like you're you're making their physical forms. You got humans, elfkin, orcoids, dwarfkin, yeah. halflings, goblinoids, feline, ratkin, toadkin, molekin, and then you can the each of the forms comes with traits, but then you can actually change those traits right. too. Um, so you don't have to stick with the, the the traits that they sort of pick for them, and then you pick their culture between feudal, high, barbarian, industrious, dark, and mystic. And then you pick their society traits, which significantly can alter how they play. Yeah. Like you can make imperialist mystic dwarves mm-hmm. and then their throne city and cities to share a border with the throne city gain stability and gold income. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you pick their magic tomes that they start with and you pick if they have a wizard king or champion godier like leader type like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um and and then you do the the like all the physical right like physical customization so yeah you you can get pretty pretty deep and you know all of the the the, the pre-made races come from that same race creator but yeah you can really get wild um I have to get in there and mess with it i you know finish out the initial thing i've got going i played a little bit on steam deck uh, it's fine uh, it's would, it's better than I expected. Let's put yeah, it that way. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fine. It there is a lot like you know controlling it with the controller is it it has fine controller controls for what it is. It is just a lot to cycle yes. through and move through. They what do I their think best is impressive with what they you know with the limits of the device with the controller. I do think it's impressive that they the ui is modified when you play with a controller Mm -hmm. so it's like it's they put work into making it work on a controller for sure um and i think it is on console as well um that seems like a nightmare not because of the controls but the idea of sitting on the couch and playing this game the text can be very small yeah Uh, and it's maybe they scale it up on console but maybe i don't think it's a yeah, Steam Deck, it's might. fine because you can hold it up to your face. You can also there like you push the Steam button and L one and, yeah, and magnify. Zooms in, yeah. So, um, there are options there, but, but 
you can't Sitting stand. Like I mean, you feet can away from... stand up and get closer to your TV, but yeah, uh, look, that's I not was in that a dark is, place. Sitting that's about... at least one star off the um, the review score. I, ugh, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, trust me, I I was in a dark place with MLB the Show, sitting like a foot away from my TV. So like, oh boy. Like I can see pitches and stuff. Ugh. Oh boy! Well, that and then uh, like, I'm sh- man. I bet playing MLB the Show on a TV, unless you've got maybe you've got like an auto low latency mode on your TV or something. But if you don't got a game mode, you you need to be playing that on a monitor yeah. so you got better response times. <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's anyway, always interesting that's... seeing your. You turn on a game over time. Uh, no, Maybe it's you a good game. On it's it, a good game. I haven't turned on your, it. In, I don't think it's... It's... Your experience uh, changing. MLB The Show is... I was getting really obsessive about, like, the the Diamond Dynasty, like, mm-hmm. doing all the reward tracks and stuff. And it was, like... It was actually affecting my mental health in a negative way is what I would say. I I don't want to, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to overstate it or anything or like be too dramatic, but I needed to, to take a step back from it. Cause it was, <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was too much. Uh, and, um, it's fine. I mean, it's a good game. It's, it's, I do think that they're, that diamond dynasty is fucked up, uh, <laughs> in the way that it, it, makes you want to play it yeah uh but you know uh it is what it is anyway uh age of wonders 4 is 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 a little addictive but in a in a more healthier way all so. right well uh that is age of wonders 4 uh out now on pc and uh is it on console did you look that up or Yes, it is. Okay, okay. Yeah, it is. Cool. So, yeah, if you're into fantasy races, fighting penguins and shit, check it out. Uh, fantasy species, fantasy fantasy peoples. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've also been playing some other stuff, Pat. It's been a while since we checked in with you, so. Yeah, I, I played drive kind of the conversation. A, I've played kind of a lot of stuff. Um, I... Uh, I played uh, some of the Street Fighter beta last weekend, um, yeah. and that is that game is really good. I think um, from what I played, mm-hmm. uh, it's, and it seems like the consensus online when you wade through the amount of um, fucking babies who <laughs> see a androgynous gender queer mm-hmm. person and, and shit their diapers. Yeah. Um, when you wade through all of that, uh, the people that actually have real opinions about the the fighting seem to agree that it's very good. Okay. Um, I think it looks fucking rad. It doesn't look as good as Guilty Gear. Um, few games do. Counterpoint. Uh, <laughs> when I load, I so I was trying to play with a friend today, and uh, some stuff happened, and we were trying to play on Parsec in the beta because you can't do like there's no online and all the stuff. You're trying to use Parsec to play together, which worked fine-ish, but we couldn't get sound. Parsec working. for to you just mean to, for Street Fighter, yeah, to play Street oh. Fighter together. He's Parsec, and he remoted into my PC so we could do some uh, local co-op. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's back we, to we the were demo playing now, the right? demo because I was I yeah yeah because the beta's done. No yeah. one, yeah. yeah. So okay. we were trying to beta today. 
and the you do the demo today. Yeah, the, yeah, the demo, yeah. Uh, what what is the the mode called? Like the single player mode, um, where you I like the remember. tutorial and whatever. Thirty FPS lock. What the fuck? Oh, I didn't notice that. I oh, yeah. If it's because you were trying to do it through parsing. No, it was it was not because when we went into the, the the multiplayer, it was sixty, but in the single player, Weird. it was thirty, uh, which was it was not thirty for me. Okay. It was definitely sixty okay. when I did it. Interesting. Um, but uh, I maybe that yeah that's weird. I think that uh, otherwise though it, it yeah. ran mm-hmm. locked at sixty for me the whole time yeah. I played it. Um, I think you can actually let it run higher than sixty, but you don't want to do that because it's all it'll fuck everything up. Mm, uh, interesting. I I I think maybe it'll make the non-fighting parts run above sixty if you unlock mm-hmm. it or something. I don't know. I have to assume that the combat is locked to sixty because yeah, that's how fighting games work. But um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I like the look of it a lot. I like their the yeah, online it, lobbies have a cool has a nice. Uh, there's something a little off putting about the Street Fighter Five art that I don't. Think I is think present. there's I think been it's fine, but I think it's I think e- what they're doing now is a is a cool direction, a little more modern. I think Street Fighter characters' eyes since they went to 3D have looked weird. Yeah, and that's yes. and that's still true in Street Fighter Six, but it's not as bad as Street Fighter Five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of those it's characters got like, real wild eyes. Yes, and it's freaks it freaks me out a little bit. Um, yeah, but uh, but but I think um, the new character that I played is Kimberly mostly, okay. uh, who is the the she's like the street street artist mm-hmm. character. Uh, she's awesome. She kind of reminds me of an anime. Fi- I mean, I haven't played enough Street Fighter to know if there's more characters like this, but she throws a paint can down and it can explode. So okay. she has a little bit of like zone control that's cool that I didn't really think was normally a thing in Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you got people like Dalsim and. Uh, yeah, but he just like kick. He he doesn't yeah, like yeah. throw off. Sure, sure. It's, I mean, you got. It just he's got like a yoga. Felt, he's got his yoga fire where he throws out some fire. It is projectiles but, for sure, but this is like it. It throws it on the ground, and the person mm-hmm. has a second. Your opponent will have a second yeah. to move away from it. So there's a lot of interesting, like strategic, right kind of stuff that comes out of it. So I like that a lot. Um, and uh, the I my, my tactic worked. I learned to play Guilty Gear. Not that I'm good at Guilty mm-hmm, Gear, mm-hmm. but I have a you know, you know, semi below average, probably like, yeah, yeah, I can, I can play guilty gear. Uh, and playing street fighter now is just like so much less. There's so much less going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Not in a bad way. I mean, it's, it's, it's still challenging. I, yeah. I didn't win any of my matches that I played, mm-hmm. um, with people online. Uh, I took rounds off of them yeah. in every match though. So, uh, each match was very close. But yeah, there's just like less stuff to learn. Like I pulled up the characters like move list and I was like, oh, this is like this is like 10 things versus mm-hmm. Guilty Gear where it's 10 things that all each go into five more things. And stuff. Yeah, like, it's it's so there's so much less going on in a way that is fine. And I like I, I think it, I think it's good. It's a little simpler. And now with uh, this game, they introduced a new control method called modern. So I. I think I'm going to stick to classic because now that I've kind of learned some fighting game stuff, it feels like the way I want to play. 
Um, classic is the six button. You have um, light, medium, heavy punches and kicks. Yeah. Uh, and then there's your your like parry and overdrive or whatever it's called buttons. Um, the modern mode just gives you a light, medium, heavy. It doesn't take it down to light and medium, heavy punches and kicks. It's just light, medium, heavy. Mm. And each character, whether they do a punch or a kick, you know, it's, right. it's dependent on the character. Uh, and then there's a special button. So you don't have to do like quarter circles or half circles. Mm. Um, you just you just uh, hit the special button yeah. with a direction, kind of like in like a smash or something like that. Sounds like um, Dragon Ball. Dragon mm-hmm. Ball, it's Dragon good. Ball it's Fighters, good. it's just like that. Yep, it's cool. I think they took it from probably. the inspiration probably from yeah. Dragon Ball Fighters, but uh, it makes it a lot easier to get into, I think, without sacrificing. Oftentimes, I feel like when they've tried to make simplified control methods in Street Fighter, it feels like you're playing in baby mode and it's like yeah, you're, you're sort of hamstringing yourself by not learning to play the real way or whatever. I think from what I was reading too, I'm not enough of an expert to make a statement like this, but from what I was reading, there's people that think that the modern mode you're going to see play like high tier players using yeah. that control scheme. It's not just a, a baby mode for new people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and it, 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 I think it wants you to play in modern mode. Like it defaults to that when you pick characters and yeah. stuff. Um, so yeah, it's, I'm going to need to play more to see if I, which one I like more. Yeah. I'm, I, I definitely went from like, interested to play this game at some point too i will probably pick it up when it comes out um isn't it when is it out it's out soon it's like in like a week yeah yeah it's june 2nd i think okay yeah Uh, yeah like a week uh so i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty pumped for it um nice next week is (laughs) next week is diablo 4 which is the game that i'm yeah very very also also street fighter same day as street i guess it comes out before that early access but yeah like same time yeah it's june street fighters june 1st yeah um but i i'm i'm excited to get back to to doing more fighting stuff and i think street fighter will be a good place to i really like playing guilty gear with the group that we've played with i don't know how i don't know if i'm super interested in trying to get better at strive to play online with random people. Yeah. Um, whereas street fighter I'm looking at is like, a if I start on day one, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not going to lie to myself. I'm not going to play like thousands of hours of it and get really good, but I, I could see myself learning a character well enough to just, you know, hop in and play a few matches, Mm -hmm. you know, every now and then online with people, um, which is cool. The net code seems immaculate. Like it seems perfect. Uh, I don't know where the people I was playing against were, but I played a few matches and was like, we were in the cool. same room. It, uh, so. You would hope that in 2023 net code is just good. Like there are, it has been yes, so long also, that people have been saying like, just give us rollback, please. And people not doing it. And now it's getting rolled back into, but into older games, especially, uh, arc doing it with their older games. Uh, it's nice. Yes. You would hope that, the new street fighter would have good net code. You're right. But also it still feels like magic to me when it, Oh works. yeah. Yeah. Um, cause it's, it's so crazy that a game that is the timing stuff is that tight in, um, yeah. that, that it can, I can play with any, I can play with someone just not even in the same room as me. Mm-hmm. And it's, it feels like, like we are. So that, that part's very cool. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm interested to see the, uh, how, how the tournament scene develops too. 
yeah. um, around this game. I've got, I finally made a Google calendar with all the <laughs> events that I want to watch. Oh uh, boy. <laughs> Cause I keep forgetting. I kept forgetting. Like I would, I looked up like, Oh, when's the next tournament? And I missed it. It was like two weeks ago. Yeah. You can go back and watch VODs. Yeah, but of course. I, I, it's fun to watch it live. So I have, I have a calendar now with like 10, <laughs> 10 weekends of the rest over the rest of the year. Wow. That I want to watch tournaments for when is evo august july august, yeah. august okay maybe we i can am do still a little bit of a watch party va- i'm vaguely third at flirting with the idea of going to right. evo. hey if you want to <laughs> i i would like to go to evo someday but it is a the big we'll trek see. from where I, i'm at it's yeah for you for me <laughs> vegas is such a like you can fly to vegas for like yeah. 100 bucks yeah. from here and it's not a long flight it's like a couple hours yeah so I'm. I could probably do that trip for well under five hundred bucks. Come, come to Evo Japan. Cool. Come to Evo Japan, Pat. Oh, that would be great. I would love to do that, and I would uh, time a trip to be able to go. But I got to bring my partner for a oh, trip yeah. to Japan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and that's then we got to yep. find out. Yeah, our dog is experiencing mm-hmm. massive anxiety stuff right now, mm-hmm. so oh, great. it's not a really good time yeah. to leave yeah, her. I, yeah. I, as someone who has had had a dog with massive anxiety problems. I feel for yeah, you. Yeah, I won't. She's we. She went to the vet for a normal checkup. So, and not that I'm gonna yeah. bore everybody. My dog is fine. She's mm-hmm. super healthy, but she is definitely. She just like randomly pants and shakes now and freaks mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah. <laughs> so we're working on it. It's anxiety though. Yeah. We we know it's anxiety and not something scary. So that's that, that's good. That makes it less stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs. Yeah. So anyway, Street Fighter, cool. I'm cool. pretty pumped for it. Um, I am there i gotta take things as they come now one of these days i would love to get into a fighting game enough to be able to go to some like local yeah. meetups and play are, are you, that would be super fun are you playing on stick i can't remember you bought mm-hmm. a stick yeah, did you? okay yep. okay oh yeah 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 i've been playing on stick uh, oh yeah i think it, playing it. on I stick it. playing with mm, classic controls makes sense because it's yeah, already yeah, got yeah. the layout but controller mm-hmm. i feel like modern will make sense but um yeah so i it would be cool to learn enough street fighter 6 to be able to just go and hang out at not compete like well but because the thing is i don't want to go to evo unless i can play while i'm there yeah sure if i were to go to evo i would stick i would slide this stick into my backpack and bring it Mm -hmm. and um because it i could i could fit it in a backpack and um the goal would be to also do some friendly matches, not to enter the tournament, but to like yeah. to play while I'm there. Whatever, um, just enter the group stage and yeah, sure, maybe, um, maybe take I a round off though, someone who maybe yeah. you maybe you get to play against the uh, be the first exactly, yeah. first round loss or first you know first round victory for the eventual champion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That stuff is the reason I want to go and why I think it would be fun. So, um, uh. So yeah. the other, I've also been playing. Uh, I we I don't have it on the list. I've played a bunch. I've been playing a bunch of Magic. I'm not going to talk about it. Okay, really. It's Magic. The Gathering's pretty good right now. I, just to, that's the bad signal to people who just dip in occasionally. It's current. <laughs> I thought that the new sets were going to be bad, but they're actually pretty good. Is this? Does this include the Lord of the Rings like ten thousand dollar card? So or? That's why I'm back in because okay. I want to play the Lord of the Rings stuff. I actually mostly play the Lord of the Rings stuff physically, yet? but or? no, it okay. doesn't. It's about a month away. Okay, um, not even a month. 
uh, like three weeks away. Mm-hmm. My my friendly local game store just yesterday in their Discord posted that you can register for Lord of the Rings events mm-hmm. now. Um, and it's like June 16th is when the, that stuff starts. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings set is weird. No, it's not weird. It will sound weird if you don't know magic well. It's Commander decks, which is a format of play that's like a generally more casual. Um, it's like 100 card decks. But every card has to be unique except for your lands. Um, and so it's a really wild format. And you have a commander that's out of the deck that's like your hero or whatever. And you can always use them by tapping a certain amount of mana. You can summon them to your board. When they die, they don't go to the graveyard. They, you just have to summon them again. And you play it multiplayer. So you play with like four to six people. And you're like picking. It's, it almost plays more like a board game because yeah. it, there's a lot of politicking and stuff. It's very cool. Um, it used to just be a format that players made up like a community format and then uh-huh. wizards adopted it and started supporting it for real. And they sell these commander decks now, uh, like they did Warhammer 40 K themed commander decks last year that has okay. like 40 K stuff. Um, and Lord of the Rings, uh, is getting some commander decks. Um, and then also it's a, a draft set. So it's designed for draft play, not these cards you can't like use aragorn in your you know regular magic tournament series okay. deck it's they're just there for um you can buy the draft packs you don't have to show up to an event to get them but mm-hmm. uh they're they're made for draft uh and so they're going to be made for alchemy in magic arena which is a format where um it's like digital only basically because they take real cards but they'll like tweak the balance of them and stuff and um and and then there's cards in alchemy that aren't in the physical game uh and it's kind of a walled garden from standard formats in magic arena but you can play without the alchemy stuff so yeah it'll it'll be it should be cool um i'm i'm really looking forward to the lord of the Rings stuff uh i think it'll be pretty neat and the current sets are pretty good uh and then also i played a, a bunch of Zelda, uh, sure. a bunch to me. It's yeah. Uh, Allison it's, and I have talked about it at length on previous episodes, but would love to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, um, I think it's uh, there's a lot of words I would use to describe Tears of the Kingdom, and they're all pr- pretty glowingly positive. I, it's just it's just a fucking hell of a game. Like I, I can't think of I can think of games in the not so distant past that have struck me more but I can't think of games that I look at and go like this is just wildly well crafted to the degree that, that this game is like it's it's up there with stuff like Outer Wilds and Disco Elysium, and I think surpasses, you know, most of the games that I would put in that conversation for like modern classics. Um, and uh, it's just like it's it's awe inspiring to me that they found a way to take Breath of the Wild, which I feel like I had to make excuses sometimes for Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that game is phenomenal and I love it, but it's stuff like. You know, I love it, but, you know, the Divine Beasts aren't very good. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the story is not very interesting. And, uh, like, it, it, 
it ran okay, but you know, the <laughs> visuals aren't super interesting very often and stuff like it just, and, and I don't personally, I never really clicked with the powers in breath of the wild. Yeah. Um, it just, they, I'd never found them particularly yeah. interesting. Um, so it was a lot of like, you know, objectively great game, but I just had to kind of, I would, I didn't want to argue about it. Let's put it that way. Like I didn't want to, it didn't inspire a desire to like have deeper critical conversations. I just was like, uh, it was kind of like, well, if you don't like it, you just don't get it. And that's fine. And, 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 you know, there's, I'm not going to argue with people about the <laughs> points of critique. You, you just I, listed everything that like I disliked about the game. Uh, yeah, which like I did, I didn't gel with the powers. I thought the story was a disappointment because there were so many cool ideas that I was like, I want more of what you're putting here. I want more of the champions and stuff like that, which they did in the Musou game. Which is like, what? Okay, fine. Yeah, but uh, Tears of the Kingdom basically addressed everything. Oh, that it's I Tears of the. I, didn't I mean, gel with. I guess us. I guess the one thing I can see is like, yes. It's not a technical, from a visual perspective, there's, it looks a little ugly sometimes. Yeah. Um, other than that, I just don't, I think if you don't like the game, you just don't, I mean, this sounds kind of like an asshole thing to say, but if you don't like the game, you just don't like the genre that it exists in. Like you don't, I, I, I don't, it's, it is like damn near a perfect video game if you ask me like i just i just it's it's mm-hmm. it does everything that it sets out to do it just is so good at doing yeah. um you know the powers are so interesting this time and constantly making me go oh f-. for an example um this is like i guess a i i don't think this is a spoiler for anybody at this point because yeah. there's there's a but there is a and i'm not going to be too specific I encountered a situation where I needed to activate something that was inside of a thing that was spinning really fast. It was like a cube. And I was like, how the fuck do you do this? Because it's like, I need to shoot an arrow in this tiny opening and this thing keeps spinning super fast mm-hmm. and I can't get an arrow. And so I just spent a ton of time figure like just shooting arrows and reloading when I ran out and then <laughs> getting lucky. And I was like, this sucks. This is fine. I finally found something in this game that sucks. And then one of my friends was like, and I, and I was talking to some friends about it and I was like, yeah, it seems like maybe I'm missing something or maybe it's just bad. This one thing. Mm-hmm. One of my friends was like, no, I think you got it. You just have to jump off and use the slowdown mm-hmm. that you get when you aim in the air. And I was like, motherfucker, I <laughs> forgot completely that the, yeah. that it slowed down time yeah. when you were in the air aiming. And yeah. that would have made it. It is not uh, frustrating. Yeah. The game, there is so much going on and that you're capable of that it's easy to just go like i I don't know this seems impossible uh like you know basic things like even just the basic powers like oh yeah ascend i can just like uh get through the roof of this thing that's wild that they let you do that it it does such a great job of like progressing in the game means realizing those moments with Mm -hmm. your powers and that's so cool it reminds me of from soft games which i think are like the 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 best games doing it otherwise in this kind of genre not that they're that similar because it's much more combat focused but learning to use the game's tool set you do that alongside gaining strength and finding new tools and stuff in the game. And I think that's so cool. And 
And I think that Tears of the Kingdom, like the puzzle design in it is easily the best I've seen since like Portal 2. I can't think of another game that has similar like physics puzzling in it that usually when I play games that have tried to do physics puzzle stuff since then, I've kind of been like, eh, it's fine. It's cool. Whatever. It's it's just a shadow of a Portal game. But this game is it's doing it without gimmicks too, like. You know, yeah. Breath of the Wild, it was fun when you realize you can deal with the mazes by flipping your switch over and just <laughs> <laughs> rolling it over or rolling the ball over or whatever. Or And that's fun and stuff. But this game doesn't even really have that kind of stuff. It's just like the puzzles are just good. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen a lot of people like game devs on Twitter have been mad about this game yes. because of like some of the puzzles they see in the solutions are so well-crafted and, from a design perspective, difficult to make work so seamlessly. And they just, mm-hmm. it just happens, like you know, chains or there's one with a bridge that you make unravel, yep. uh, like a, it's in sections and you pull it out and it just goes out neatly yep. and it doesn't get all weird and janky. It's very cool. Um, like, do you remember how, bad, they... how great this stuff is? The, the last of us mm-hmm. the whole rope thing yeah. and it was like oh this is incredible and no no taking nothing away from the people the designers who made the rope stuff work that's mm-hmm. cool it's it is it is really impressive this game is like a thousand of those <laughs> rope physics yeah things. But, it, but it's also on the topic of the rope thing another thing i've seen that with was like uh uncharted three with or maybe it's four with drake taking off his jacket was just mm-hmm. like a like there's a, a moment where Jake t- Drake takes off his tuxedo jacket and they don't cut away. They show him doing it. And they're like, oh, my God, they actually were able to do that with the cloth physics. The stuff things devs get excited about are like so hard to wrap your head around. Uh, that's very interesting. And I feel but like I feel like it's very those... easy to understand with Zelda. Uh, with well, and with Zelda, what I keep seeing from people is like you see this like, you know, and again, I'm really not taking anything yeah, away from yeah, Naughty oh, Dog, yeah. but you see the Naughty Dog has those moments where they in most of their games, they have like one or two moments that are the, they, mm-hmm. they, they're clearly flexing like yeah. that. They're, they're, they're doing something to impress their, yep. their colleagues, which is cool. Yeah. I think that's fun. This game, from what I see from designers, they're just like, nobody, it's like endless. The mm-hmm. amount of fucking crazy <laughs> yeah. shit going on is so it's, it's this, completely endless. And it all serves to make the game make, more fun yeah, for players like too. The things that are, possible in the space are so absurd people making like autonomous battle robots that follow you around (laughs) and like fight for you like what i don't i can't even like at the point i'm at in the game i can't even begin to comprehend how you would do that and make it work and i bet that i bet that a lot of you already have 95 percent of the tools probably yeah that probably just Uh, you know short a few things but yeah just it's it's that sense of it's cool. discovery and, and like the little bit of teasers you get from social media of seeing people do things. I'm like, when am I going to learn how to do that? Yeah, it's it's so cool. And like the just the. The, the and, and the exploration, I mean, like I finally I'm in the depths now, finally, mm-hmm. and I that shit fucking rules. It's so cool down there and creepy and and like stuff like the roots underneath in the depths that mm-hmm. serve as the kind of like mm-hmm. checkpointy tower yeah. things are all underneath shrines mm-hmm. from the the world map, which is fucking cool. <laughs> um, 
that that that's like the way that yeah. that works and is and i, I and, am curious to see more about the uh story stuff i just found like just or you found like i knew that there was a thing like go talk to this person and they'll have a do, do a thing but i just didn't interact with that person so now i just got the quest it's like hey go in the depths and take some pictures of stuff um so i am actually yeah. pretty curious about like the the history or you know the lore stuff it there it seems pretty interesting i don't i'm not getting my hopes up i don't think it's gonna be like, no but i don't th- think we're gonna need we're gonna need uh uh what is it iron pineapple <laughs> no no of course not i don't but, think we're gonna need lore explainers necessarily, no but, but it is it is funny vadi vidya coming to tell us about the yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, uh it's 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 richer than breath of the wild yes. though and it feels like a more lived in world than breath absolutely of the wild, I and think. Uh, part of it like that makes sense like there was a hundred years of like yeah, apocalypse yeah, and stuff and now the mm-hmm. world is being rebuilt so it Yes, that, and like, they, they convey that really yes, well, I yes, think. Yes, they do a good job of making it feel like things have moved on from them. And it's the same map, but, like, things that, like, society has changed. There is, you <laughs> know, there is the depths. Uh, and like, and the sky, stuff. too. Yeah, I yeah. mean, there's so much stuff to find up there, too. So, I yeah. don't know. I, I think that it's the same map thing is oh, yeah. a silly argument. Absolutely. Um, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's awesome. Uh, I can't, I, I'm, I'm taking it, I'm not binging it because it's the kind of game that I it would mm-hmm. be fine to play for the next year and kind of slowly yeah. work through it. I will say I have done one of the temples. The temples are a lot more interesting than the divine beasts were. Um, so they're... I did, I, I'm on my second one. I'm almost done with my second one. The first one I did, I was a little disappointed by because it did feel basically just like another divine beast and was very simple but the second one I went to was more complex and used the powers in more interesting ways. Uh, so like I, I am definitely, more excited to see the other temples now uh, after that. first. They're one. not, they're not like crazy deep or rich, but no. I think that they're, they're, they're a little, it's just a sort of nice different set of yeah. challenges. I think from what you find in shrines and stuff. One other thing that I really like about the game is I think that it is um, really cool how much less of a focus on combat this game has compared to Breath of the Wild. Yep. Um, I think that the increased uh, emphasis on sort of traversal and puzzles is serves the game really well because I think the combat is actually pretty good. I, I yeah. mean, compared to Breath of the Wild, there's enough new stuff there that like with equipment, the way equipment works and powers and stuff. I think it's, it's pretty, pretty satisfying. Um, it's, I, I don't have any real criticisms of it, but, uh, but I like that it doesn't feel like I'm not thinking about like, uh, when am I going to get to the next fight? Like I, like you do sometimes in breath of the wild. Uh, and, um, that's appealing and yeah, uh, there's just a lot of cool stuff you can do to, to, um, outthink combat encounters too if you yep. the right uh the right your tools correctly yeah so. or just outthink you know and this was kind of in breath of the wild but the tools at your disposable are so much more capable and yeah. interesting so like i i was up at mount doom or goron mountain whatever it's called i don't even remember uh and I was like, I I don't want to climb up this thing, and there happened to be some components there to make like a hover bike, basically, <laughs> and so I just cool. flew up the side of the mountain, 
and th- cool. yeah and then i was like i was going up and i was like oh shit i have to like land on the side so that my batteries can recharge and then go back up again and i got to a shrine near the top so you'd have a you know fast travel to the top of the mountain and as i landed it things got weird and i f- i got off but then the thing just like bounced around and flew off the side of the mountain i'm like okay well that's gone now <laughs> yeah i think the ephemeral nature of all of the contraptions is really good yeah um there was a time when I was like, oh, I just I wish I could just have this one car forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of can when you get the yeah. I know when you unlock certain tools. But but I think it's cool that this stuff, it costs you resources yep. to, to rebuild yeah. the things that. And you yeah. you get like pre-made like schematics for some things that you can pull up. That's like, cool. Yeah, I found one called a beam cycle, which just oh, nice. has like a fucking laser beam that you drive around a motorcycle and it shoots a laser beam. And see, I haven't even gotten like, what, the, like, what is the point of, okay, I haven't even sure. gotten the like blueprint stuff uh-huh, yet. Yeah. I should soon. I knew about it already. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I think that's going to just make me go f- over even more. This game fucking rocks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I just, it's, I, it's one of those, the, when I think about like, I don't care that much, mm-hmm. but when I think about like, like year end lists and review scores for this game. I'm just like, I don't know, probably one of the best games I've ever played. Like, mm-hmm. and not in a, not in a, like, I don't even feel like it's hyperbole. A lot of times when I say that stuff, I feel like I, I'm like, Oh, this is recency bias. It's hyperbole. I need to like, I'm not going to say that out loud because mm-hmm. who knows how I'll feel. And, and, and it, and oftentimes it leads to situations like resident evil village where, when I played that game, I was like, this game fucking rules. It's so mm-hmm. good, but I'm not going to over. I don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. how am I going to feel about this in a year? And now I think that game is still incredible. And okay. it's one of my favorite games in recent years. This game, though, I could tell you after about four or five hours that it's one of my favorite games in recent years and that I think it's a 10 out of 10 masterpiece of a thing. And I'm even playing it like on Switch. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything to goose the performance or anything. I'm playing it at 30 frames a second on switch, which is usually a thing that I wouldn't like, but it's just, it's such a good game. And they, it's yeah, not they, even bothering they, me. I don't even think about the performance. Yeah, They, they make it work there. I had some performance hitches on the switch around, like even just normal, like enemies like showed up and I was like, really? We're slowing down here. But for the most part, it was like, oh, I activated the hand and it like is chugging as it's like, okay, we got a physics now and pick I've, stuff up. But for the most part, it's been fine. It's weird. I know that it should be the same on every single switch. Mm-hmm. I swear. And I don't know if it's because of age. Like, yeah, you know, things get old. It might just be because of capacitors dying or something on older so i don't know i turned my switch on have... and it sounded like a car <laughs> it's yeah like, what is going i'm playing on, on a swoled that yeah. i bought like a like a few months like i don't know five months ago um and it's great i mean it mm-hmm. it slowed down i can count the number of times that it's actually noticeably slowed down on like one hand i can only remember one time where i was like oof this is rough mm-hmm. and it was a it was because i had spawned a glider put attached Actually, I didn't even attach it. I had it on a skateboard because I was like not attaching it. And then I picked up the skateboard with the glider on top of it and it 
it like chugged for a minute because it was mm-hmm. like ah mm-hmm. and it was bumping into stuff too it was bumping into like rocks and, and pillars and stuff yeah so it was like a bunch of physics objects colliding with ultra hand and i was it was fine too it ended up figuring it out after like five seconds of running at like four frames a second um but that's the only time it's noticeably slowed down i mean it occasionally dips to like 25 frames a second yeah. for like a second or two but it runs really well on my switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's good. And I wonder if it's just cause it's new and does, you know, there's no, it's a little bit more in it or something. Yeah, like, a little know. bit more efficiency just from the newer chips and, you know, just yeah. power efficiency um, and all that kind of stuff. But who knows? Yeah. For, uh, anyway, for the though, most like, part, yeah, there's not just, a major meaningful difference, but yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but it's, it's, um, you, you've been playing it, mostly handheld or, a mix. It runs a little better in handheld, I found. Mm-hmm. Um, but I play it on the couch too. I think it's. It, I've probably like eighty twenty handheld okay. to to couch play. Um, I think it. It's a game that has enough stuff going on that sometimes I do kind of want the bigger screen just yeah. to kind of um to, to to do certain events and stuff. Uh, but it looks. I mean, yeah. it looks gorgeous. On the lighting is really good. I think um, that is actually one of the technical visual things especially for a switch game but also just generally i think the the lighting is 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 good so yeah. um uh it looks great on the swollen screen for sure cool yeah. yeah yeah so i don't know i love I, I love it and uh the only thing that i think is a bummer about it, it is the same thing i've thought about stuff like elden ring while playing it and then i never finished elden ring but uh is that it's too bad that it there's a finite amount of stuff in it, <laughs> but at least with tears of the kingdom, the cool thing is that there's kind of a, it's not infinite, but there's so many things you can build. There's a thousand core seeds. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, hell, hell of a game. Hell, of, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't foresee any game coming out this year that would, <laughs> if another game comes out that is close to my feelings about this game, then what a year. Mm-hmm. What a year. It's already been a killer year, uh, you know, with Dead Space oh, yeah, remake yeah, for and sure. Resident Evil remake. And uh, apparently Metroid remake was really good. Uh, but yeah, not even taking away from, yeah, yeah. from, the, from and other then, great games. Yeah, exactly. Out, and then, but... like, you know, you're excited about Street Fighter next week, Diablo 4, which even I'm like, if I wasn't broke as hell, I might be <laughs> uh, picking up after I was... Like you know, I am a Diablo three registered hater. I've got a card. Uh, I can. Um, I'm. I can I'm prove it, almost but... there. <laughs> I've always been there, but um, you know, like it. This has been a good year for games. Uh, Definitely. But I, there was some news story going around for Tears of the Kingdom saying like they delayed it last year uh, into this year and saying that they uh, supposedly the game was basically finished last year and they just spent the last year polishing it. Uh, yeah you can is, it's evident because it's yeah it's a it's going back it's to the a, stuff we talked about before with like game designers being like what is this black magic that you're doing yeah yeah and stuff like that uh, it would be i i could totally see how this game could easily go from being as good as it is to absolute shit because the the things you want to do just don't work quite right most of the time or they work sometimes but not other times but everything is just so consistent that it uh feels great that's that's what's so good about it is the consistency yep Yep. and and you know it's it is helped by having the 
charm of yes the characters and world that it's in too. yeah um you know oftentimes <laughs> look hey here's a perfect example game like splatoon not that it's not charming splatoon's got good art and is, is uh and and is is cool but it's you no know foam stars. oftentimes well that's what i'm about to say <laughs> get, get to is i like splatoon but i often wonder like man if i could play this on a pc uh-huh. and with like not emulating it but i mean like if this were a pc mm-hmm. game with better service game elements yeah. to it and not as much nintendo going on would it be better maybe I do not go with Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, mm-hmm. what if this was made by some really talented indie developer instead? Would it be better? No, it would not. Nobody else <laughs> could make this game. No, no. <laughs> that team. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, it had, it had to be, um, it had to be a Zelda game. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's so cool. And, well, I think one of the things, and I talked about this a little bit with Allison before, is, but it hits so many different, aspects of zelda like there are like direct mm-hmm. callbacks to ocarina of time and like there are direct items and things you can get from previous zelda games that just like kind of tie together the whole like oh it's all the same timeline and repeating and all this kind of stuff like there are items from those games in this game but mm-hmm. th- not only did i just bring in direct items like thematically and um it's like the vibes of those things. It's running the gamut of the entire series. You've got stuff like Ocarina, mm-hmm. which is kind of just like middle of the road. You've got Majora's, which is a lot darker. Twilight Princess, pretty dark. Wind Waker, which is a lot more bright and cheery, even with the, um, you know, even with the story stuff is, you know, it's dark. But for the most part, it's just a bright and cheery thing, uh, aesthetically. Uh, and you get all of that here. You get mm-hmm. the full, yep. full range of the Zelda experience where Breath of the Wild, I felt like I got none of the breadth of the yes, experience. I, so it, it, I yeah, went in and I was like, yeah. it says Zelda on the box, and that's the only Zelda that's in this game is what where it says Zelda on the box. And I don't get that yeah. here. I, I actually feel like I'm playing a Zelda game. It definitely felt like with Breath of the Wild, I don't know if I'd go that far with Breath of the Wild, but it felt like a new... It did not feel like it picked up any sort of threads or through lines. It just yeah. felt like a reinterpretation and re... Yeah invention of a lot of those and i don't mean that in like a positive or negative way mm-hmm. just that's just, it it's just what they it did was, <laughs> when you met the zora it didn't feel like oh this is like the zora in ocarina mm-hmm. or anything like it just they were it was like well they're calling them zora but they you know um this game though for sure what you're saying i get it's like especially when you do i don't want to spoil it but when you do like temples and stuff the things narratively that happen, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. this could, I this is activating stuff in my brain, yeah, from the past in a way that's very cool, yeah, um, uh, yeah. So you could almost say the game is a link to the past in some mm, ways. Much to think about. No, I, that's not a that's not a cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's no more link to the past references than anything else. Uh, I I do have a new TV coming um, soon sometime this week maybe i don't know what our tv is like dying um and so we're we have insurance on it though and we're in like the last year of the insurance so we got a new tv coming uh and i'm ex- it's like better than our current one it's like qled and all this stuff so i'm excited to try this on the tv and see how it looks because you know we're talking like yeah. there there's some some nice visuals in this uh and i'm excited to try it on a nicer tv Mm-hmm. But, definitely yeah 
Good game. Good game. Good game indeed. Is there any anything else? Do you have any thoughts? I, I don't even know if you checked out the PlayStation. You looked at the announcements uh, for the PlayStation thing. But... Oh, I mean, Marathon is yeah. fucking. I'm. I. You're a big extraction shooter fan. Yes, and I didn't watch it live or anything. Mm-hmm. I was at work. I didn't really pay attention to. Some people were talking about it in a Discord, and I kind of like, oh yeah, sure. I mean, it sounds like the Spider-Man stuff is like. I haven't even watched that trailer yeah. or whatever. It sounds like it's kind of like, yeah, this is cool, but sure is another one of those. Yeah, I mean, like I'll uh, play it because I like Spider-Man. Yeah, and I think they did. Yeah, a, yeah. They, they had a good story in that first game, and yeah, like you know, it's uh, just so solid. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, it, it uh, looks like more Spider-Man. <laughs> I guess my point is less. It's not that I'm not interested mm-hmm. to play the game, and more just like I don't need to see anything exactly. from it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and I don't know if I will watch anything. Not yeah. not even from like a, I'm avoiding it for spoilers no, reasons. I don't, I don't, I don't think care. You'll have a better time if you don't. And yeah, like, even I've, if you're that's not why you're doing it, you'll just have a better time if yeah. you don't. Yeah. Um. So it's a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh. I can't even remember the the other big I, Metal Gear Solid stuff. Yeah. That's that's is yeah. I I cannot believe that people are as excited for a Metal Gear Solid three remake as they are. Yeah. I, think I don't that's know. Yeah. Weird. I mean. MGS3 is a great game. Mm-hmm. I, I like that game a lot, but you could just go play it now. It's on all yeah, kinds of platforms. Well, it still plays really good. Now, well, now they're and, putting out a collection like for, I guess, modern consoles. Oh, it's like they've been in and out of sale and weird things with the rights to And I mean, that's good that they, sh- they should be everywhere, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's, I, that's, I, I'm so sick of remakes and re-releases mm-hmm. that it's just like... Unless it's Resident Evil, they are allowed to keep doing it. Yeah. But <laughs> Capcom, uh, keep doing what you're doing. But yeah. let's try, let's try Dino Crisis. Let's just try it. It's, we should. They should. <laughs> they should do it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The but the marathon shit. Yeah. I, so basically, I went yeah. like all day, and I saw the teaser with Cade for Destiny, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yep, I knew it." Haters told me I was crazy, <laughs> but I knew it was going to happen. Uh, and stuff but uh then i got home and i think it was like a tweet i can't even remember it was like an ad or something mm-hmm. i don't remember exactly what it was but it was said something about marathon and i was like wait a minute they announced a new fucking marathon game and no one said anything <laughs> to me about it all day and then i watched the trailer and the and i before i even knew it was an extraction shooter i watched the trailer and i was like this is fuck the it looks so cool. Mm-hmm, the yeah. art is so good. It looks sick. And the music is incredible in that trailer. Like everything, all the vibes are so good. And I was like, what the f-? And then I found it was an extract. It was like the Vince McMahon meme, except as I was <laughs> going down the, it was because I was getting more and more like, how the fuck did no one talk to me? About this? <laughs> so anyway, I'm very excited for Marathon. Yeah. Uh, uh, they Apparently yeah. they, it, like they're not even an alpha yet. They're like, Going yeah, into I'm sure going into alpha, they, there was an off. there was an arg arg that was like yeah. around the trailer, and then they put like people solved it within hours. They put out a Vidoc, uh, like Bungie wants to do, and my and they said my, they're not going to talk about the game until they're closer to release. My, I think that this is. It seems like Sony's. This game confirms that Sony is like super duper hands off with them, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because this game's coming out on Xbox and yep, PC. Yep. Um, and I think this is going to be a early access situation, not necessarily through Steam early access, 
but I think that they're going to probably put this game out in a sort of like long-term beta. Maybe. Probably in a couple years, I would think. Uh, I don't think it's going to come out in a 1.0 state. And I don't think they should necessarily yeah. push to release it in a 1.0 state because like the nature of the game, you really need wide... Because extraction shooters combine co-op and PvP gameplay into in into the core loop. So you really, I think, need pretty wide testing to make it work. Yeah. Uh, and it does sound too like they're doing some cool stuff to make the game feel less punishing than Tarkov. Mm. Um, I've been, I mean, I read all the interviews and stuff and it sounds like they're, they're trying to make this game more approachable for people too, I think, uh, to, who would normally be scared off of something like Tarkov for understandable reasons. Yeah. And also Tarkov sucks right now. So it's, <laughs> it's been, yeah. actor's paradise for like six months um, yeah I, I never talked to you about that stuff uh i'd seen a little bad. bit but uh yeah uh also i mean probably because yeah half of that company is has been conscripted into the russian military i mean it's all yeah, the, yeah it's, it's, a whole, it's a whole that, bad scene. that game is all bad fucked up yeah i've, yeah. I've not been playing tarkov for quite a while yeah <laughs> uh I have been having the extraction shooter itch though, so I thought about reinstalling the cycle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Alan Wake Two. Uh, finally got a look at that. Uh, looks, That's another looks one that like I Alan know Wake. I'm just going to play. Yeah. So I just not even. The one thing is, one of my friends said that he's worried it's going to be too scary for him, which is very exciting to me because it sounds like its trailer actually looked pretty scary. Um, Maybe I, I, I don't even like. You know, I I play lots of Resident Evil games, and I like horror games, so it's hard for me to, yeah, same. like even judge. Like, I guess maybe I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Alan like one is not particularly scary. So, yeah, it, it's uh, a lot of like jump scare type, and like it's, it's not it's even not even it, it's a lot. I I never finished Alan Wake because the PC port is trash. Um, yeah, I played it on Xbox. Uh, the PC like, port Xbox is One fucking terrible, but um. I got pretty far and it's a lot of it's mostly just like the survival like oh my flashlight yeah. is running out of batteries type stuff um yeah it's not particularly th this looks like it might be a little bit more than that but I don't know and that's uh Dragon's Dogma 2 baby yeah that's cool I gotta play the first one mm -hmm. I feel like I'm I don't have the right to, that's kidding but mm -hmm. I don't I don't really I haven't played enough of the first one to get super hyped for a sequel but I do want to play the first one at some point because I played like I keep playing to the point where you get to the first mm -hmm. or like the second because you start in a big town but yeah. like the first big town that you go to where there's cutscenes and stuff yep. and you go through that mountain pass and yep. you, you fight the big yeah um and I think it's really cool. I like playing it, but I always fall off of it after yeah. that point uh, for some reason. Yeah, it's you know there it, it is a it is a fraught game, but it, it once you you know the people who love it really love it, and I really enjoyed it back when I played it. So I'm excited yeah, I, to see what they have learned and done in the time mm -hmm. since because games are very different than they were then, and yeah, there's but, um, been a lot to it, it was, a lot to that you could change to improve a sequel yeah but i think what's cool is that like they were ahead of the curve on a lot of oh yeah ideas absolutely I think. um and so i think it'll be cool to see what they come up with now after being able yeah. to kind of reflect on the way that 
other games have arguably done some of the things they did better, not yeah. because they did them poorly, but because they were limited they did them first. They were, they did them first. They were limited by scope. Yeah. Like you, you say you get to like the second town, like that is really the only town in that fucking game. Uh, yeah. it's just, you go always go back to that, that hub city. Um, which, you know, that's fine, but it would be nice to see like a, a bigger world or more, lived in or something you know there there are lots of things i'd like mm-hmm. to see so yeah yeah and there's cat people good. cat people so yeah mm-hmm. love to see cat people uh but yeah that, and then foam stars the was <laughs> i can't it's, stop it's thinking about weird. this game for some reason I because it's so bizarre yeah i don't care about it at all i, I don't <laughs> but I, I like it's just a how this i don't think about you at all i mean <laughs> like living this game is living rent free in my head uh it's a splatoon it's a splatoon like but based on like foam parties in vegas it's like a vegas aesthetic and shooting foam all over the place i think there's a foam part hang on where they go to a club party the club and then they have like a foam machine that just like squirts out bubbles and everyone's dancing in like waist deep foam like bubbles and and stuff yeah right uh it's thing uh you know raves or whatever i don't know uh oh uh yeah, they... hell divers too sure oh yeah. sorry I, I I was just, yeah i am because I, I can't stop saying like i you know splatoon is obviously a very kid-friendly game and whatnot and then they take this game which is basically splatoon they they've got some cool stuff with the uh like the foam like creates uh like differences and like height and stuff a, as you like stack it up you could climb on it yeah i exactly. assume it kind of functions like the foam from prey yeah yeah so like bit. that's that's a neat idea but it's all vegas themed so i'm like who is this for not for me yeah no not for me like either right but now, I, don't give, it's, I don't give a shit this, about that game this game is gonna haunt me it's just um, so bizarre but yeah it's, it's i don't even tell us principles that what you said Hell divers. Oh, hell divers. Hell divers. I, I love the first hell divers. So. Was that a top down? It, it was. Then. Okay. Okay. It's weird. It doesn't. I'm not sure. I like the idea of it. It's. It's now. It's just like a third person. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I am. The, I don't think that the trailer necessarily looked incredible or anything. But I, the first game was really cool, and mm-hmm. so I'm. I'm willing to give them a shot. I still haven't watched anything from the Immortals of Avium thing, but I like Bioshock a lot, so... Uh, that game looks like it'll be like a Wait, 7 out of 10. The bio- no, I don't the think so. Thing? No, no, no. no. That's, no, 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 that's no, like mind, the sorry. EA um, yeah, first-person magic. One, I, I, don't, I don't care about that. If it's good, it's, it'll be cool. Um, first-person magic sounds fun. I was thinking of the, the Ken Levine thing. That's yeah, the one I don't I'm know. interested in. The Jade Raymond Fair Games. That that's another extraction shooter. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't. We'll see on that one. <laughs> it's anti-capitalist be, extraction shooter. I could be out here, hype mm-hmm. as hell for that game mm-hmm. in a year. You never know. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, the one that new game from the Abzu people looks cool. Yeah. Uh. I've not played any of their other games. I I need to. I, I've got Abzu. Haven't I either. just haven't played it. someday maybe. Uh this I don't I didn't watch the trailer for it, but Towers of Ag 
Hasba is it, it an looks open cool. Fantasy settlement builder with sky whales, and that sounds cool. To me. It it I has like open like, worlds. I like fantasy. It's got I some like settlement builders. Breath of the Wild. Like yeah, it's got some Breath of the Wild vibes. Um, and so, you know, running yeah. around and flying onto stuff with a glider and whatnot. So I, I am it sounds like I am intrigued after liking Tears of the Kingdom, uh, mm-hmm. and depending on what they do and stuff like that like okay maybe i do actually like these types of games uh which i like breath of the wild definitely had me like maybe i just don't like open world games anymore <laughs> yeah it's uh this assassin's creed game sounds maybe good seems it like it's way smaller seems like than, a throwback which is good they needed to do that yeah. uh they they kind of jumped the shark with valhalla on that mm-hmm. witcher-esque thing uh, I, I enjoyed I, my time with Valhalla, but no, it's it's fine. Yeah, it's not bad. I played like ten hours of it and like it, and mm-hmm. maybe we'll go back to it someday. It is, but it but is, like they need to. People are sick of it. Yeah, uh, they need to. Everyone that I I know a lot of people who are Assassin's Creed apologists, like I am, mm-hmm. and in pretty much everyone's consensus is that game is way too fucking long, mm-hmm. and they need to get away f- yeah. from that style uh it was good for that trilogy and that's they need to be done yeah and go back to the old ways yeah uh people want things to scale back which i think makes sense uh yeah and i'm scrolling down the list because i wanted to the i'm excited i don't know i don't care about this grand blue fantasy reeling thing but it reminded me that i'm excited for the re-release of grand blue fantasy versus mm-hmm. they're doing like a, a yeah. ultra version or whatever um that could be really cool and then um uh the game that i'm maybe most eh, marathon's pretty pretty hot mm-hmm. for that game uh revenant hill oh, that yeah. teaser mm-hmm. oh baby made <laughs> me feel things i am a scott benson simp and i don't even like twee stuff generally uh mm-hmm. but night in the woods is one of my favorite games and um i think revenant hill that that teaser was amazing i thought like it's it's a minute long yeah but the doesn't animation really tell so you good. anything but it's, yeah the animation know. is so good it's got like spooky elements to it it looks like there's some magic in there which is cool and god damn it the music is just it the music got me got me good evocative <laughs> yes yeah, I, so I've been really excited to see what they've been working on, I, and uh, I still need to play Night in the Woods. You should. You would love that story. Uh, I'm not uh, like I said. The my initial response to that art style is, "Wow, this is beautiful." Not really something that I'm into. Um, I'm not a big on like anthropomorphic animals generally. I'm yeah. big on fantasy animal races, not so much on cutesy let's make animal people into animals to tell a emotional story yeah uh but night in the woods is just a fantastic game really good really 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 good the story is wonderful so and then the thing everyone is talking about playstation project q <laughs> oh that's stupid <laughs> it's so stupid I haven't seen a single person go, oh, this looks good. Oh, yeah, no. Like, that's, even even Sam, who is, like, the new tech guy, mm-hmm. was, like, he didn't say it looked bad, but it. he didn't say, his exact words were, this looks like a dad device. <laughs> I, I, it doesn't look bad. Like, 
it looks fine. I mean, it looks a little goofy. Uh, oh, I just, don't even mean the look. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. mean, I just yeah, mean sure. like the whole thing. It's a who? Yeah, I don't know. It is. It is cash and grab. You no, know, that thing is going to sell a million. Like shit. Oh, maybe <laughs> it's either it's so. either going to be the best selling handheld device of all time, or no, no, it because it's not because, a handheld yeah, device. No, exactly, it requires the a PS Five. Handheld devices it is sell a, really well. It is a PlayStation accessory, not a yes. Yeah, handheld devices sell really well in in territories where people actually mm-hmm. play games on them yep. not stream them but play games yep. on them and you can't do that with this thing so mm-hmm. Very, what's the fucking point yeah. like it's it's 2023 people who have video game consoles have figured out how to manage mm-hmm. my partner slash kids want to watch something while i play a game like mm-hmm. you can do it on your phone yep you can just hook a dual shock up to your phone and do the exact yep. same thing that this mm-hmm. thing does it's just so and Sony's going to use it as a justification that nobody wants handheld devices anymore. Mm-hmm. Mark my words. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't give a shit. I'm not one of those people who's out here clamoring for another Vita because the Vita is a great device. But the thing is, the support they don't make not, games. Yeah, yeah they, they won't make games that fit it. And you're just, if they made another, if they made a Vita 2, it would get like three first party games and then a bunch of Switch ports. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, you know, ports of yeah. games that are on switch so i don't think that it i don't i i don't sure a richly supported vita 2 that has a bunch of vita sized games made by sony first party studios cool that would be awesome that's not how it would go because <laughs> <laughs> um, they want to make god of wars and horizons and mm-hmm. uh and and those kinds of games so i don't know um it, it's i but this this is just like oh, just yeah. fun. just stop. Nobody if you yep. don't want to make if you don't want to make a handheld, then just don't. <laughs> don't do this dumb. I mean, well they've thing. seen they've you know, they've seen the market for like, oh, people like this they want to stream their PS5 or their stream or their Steam Deck. Hmm. Or you know, the G Cloud and, and all it's like stuff. totally missing the point yeah. of why people want to do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh the one thing that I will say for this thing they won't do this because it's Sony. But I think a world where there are games that come out that are markedly improved by having a second screen. Oh, the Wii U. Like if I could play... Well, that's Yes, exactly. If I could play Horizon Forbidden West when I someday get around to it and just have a map mm-hmm. that up that's always up to date of what's around me on a second screen... Yeah, I could I could see mm-hmm. paying for if it's a couple hundred bucks, I could see paying for something like that. Sure. Um if it's three hundred dollars <laughs> and literally all it does is stream the games and it doesn't do second screen stuff, yep. then fuck that's, off. That is uh, what I bet it'll cost. I yes, and I bet that's what it'll be too. They yeah. won't I don't think they're gonna actually make Oh yeah, no. I mean the, kind of this thing. this thing can't even stream games from like their cloud service it can only stream games from your own ps5 yeah on the same network yeah, too yeah like yeah it's absurd i don't i don't know what they're thinking i don't know think about the amount of money that went into developing this thing mm-hmm. well like, i mean all they did been... they, they needed a sawzall and an android tablet like we I mean, can't be that expensive 
They just cut a dual no, shot four and like stuck it R- on. The- I'm talking about the R and D cost of developing it. They had to pay some that- some guy in a, a shop a hundred dollars to cut a dual <laughs> shot four and a half and stick it to the sides of a. I promise you. I promise you that this that this was millions of millions, oh, and millions of dollars absolutely. in R and D, and it just feels like like what the fuck, man. Yeah. It's- <laughs> This is why you don't put Brexiters in charge of the, I don't know what Jim Ryan's politics are, but you don't put people, the country that voted for Brexit in charge of PlayStation. You just don't do it. Nope. Anyway. Doug Bowser's out here putting out bangers like Tears of the Kingdom and Mm -hmm. Sony's shitting out a fucking stupid remote play, but not thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, we are gonna we're gonna call it there. Uh, for, uh, now that I'm disgusted. Yes, we were real high on Tears of the Kingdom, and now we're just angry. Is that's coming out of Tears of the Kingdom back into real life? It's just a disappointment. Very it's definitely made me. Definitely made me. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm most out of touch with Sony. I think. Mm-hmm. Of the big three, as shocking as that is to say. <laughs> uh, except for the fact that they technically published Destiny, but that's... Yeah. Eh. Uh, it, it's... I don't know. Like, I don't... I feel like all three of them are missing the mark mostly. Like, you know, Nintendo's oh, yeah, hitting yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah. with, you know... Oh, yeah. No, because there are no a few doubt. bangers, but... And, you know, Microsoft is... Just struggling to have the output um, and quality, and then Sony is like, there's quality there, but it's not, it's not hitting for me. So I, yeah, I, I'm with you. Uh, stuff like Age of Wonders is very exciting, um, and whatnot. But yeah, that's fun thing about taste is it can change mm-hmm. and evolve over time, and you can be like, wow, I used to really love these kinds of games at doing this, and now I'm into this other stuff, and over the course of the past, even just like the last three years where game taste is gone and, you know, it's been interesting on a personal level. But it's good to try new games, try new things. Five years ago, I probably could not play Age of Wonders 4. Since then, I've played things like Total War Three Kingdoms, and I think that really primed me to be able to play this. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks for joining me, Pat. Yeah. And uh, thank you, listener, for joining us on episode 270 uh, on May 27th, 2023. I've been your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. your partner's favorite fantasy personage. Figure out what we're supposed to say for that, maybe. <laughs> Fix it in post. Uh... Thank you to Jeff Davis uh, for composing our wonderful theme music at Stranger Peace on the relevant social media, TikTok, Twitch, Twitter. Uh, I, I was going to say OnlyFans. I don't want to put that uh, sort of... <laughs> I, they will... Maybe. Don't, don't say that too loud. You never know. They, they've done some, a lot of... It, things happen. Crazy stuff for their stream audience. Yeah. You know? Uh, anything for love. Uh, anyway uh, thanks for joining me Pat and thank you listener we'll be back next week with another episode of the Gaming Fix Podcast stay wet gamers